Hello and welcome to the 31st, 31st, Jordan, installment of the Synapse Misfire podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and our co-host is here, Jordan. I already mentioned him. Already mentioned me, yeah, prematurely. Yeah, you know, oh. I've been known to be premature at times. <laughs> how, you, how you guys doing, huh? How, how you doing? This is episode freaking 31. 31. 31, that's nuts. That's like 13 backwards. It is. That's kind of spooky. Crazy. It's almost like it took us 30 episodes to get on Apple Podcasts, baby. 30. Well, I guess it took us 29, technically. Technically. Technically 29, yeah. So. So, since I already mentioned it, uh, we are available on numerous platforms. You can find them all linked down below. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Spotify, uh, and Pocket Casts. And then, of course, we have our usual RSS feed. And then we have our YouTube channel here where you can find IRL content, shorts. Uh, you can also find these shorts on our Synapse Misfire Instagram. Go give that a follow. We'll give you updates and maybe some behind-the-scenes footage. Yes. Also, be sure to contact us at synapsemisfire at pm.me. I don't know why I always say at synapsemisfire at pm.me because a lot of people are probably going to put the at. So it's uh, via synapse, email. Synapsemisfire at pm.me. Yeah. So I should probably stop saying at synapsemisfire at pm.me. I should probably... Re- I should probably reword that so in case you didn't get the hint contact us synapse misfire at pm.me comments questions concerns death threats nudes whatever you want please don't send nudes uh funny memes unless unless you're uh, unless you're over 18 i would just rather not threat i would let's just not walk that line chris just no that might be opening pandora's box that could be yeah so here's what we'll do send in the nudes we'll analyze them and decide whether you're 18 (laughs) I'm gonna decide. I'm gonna send that to the feds and be like, "Yo, is this illegal?" <laughs> right. Anyway, yep. So, let's. Uh, now that all the formalities are out of the way, we are about to bullshit our way through this episode. I'm tired. I'm tired as well. And I, I right after we fi- finished filming or recording last episode, I said to Chris, "Right, let's just not do many topics. Let's." He has a couple in mind, but let's just. Talk some shit for a while. I don't, like, have anything to talk about. Do I? I don't think so. I mean, there's, like, a couple things on the list, but we can kind of just spitball. Why not, baby? I'm just spitting. Just spitting on the horse. Just spitting. Just spitting. All right. Well, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think there's really many, many uh, topics that I have. Other than, totally forgot to mention this last episode, it's not important, but PSVR 2 was announced. Um, oh, really? Yeah, or it was announced, but there's no price, no spets, no no nothing. It was just announced, and their big selling point, are you ready for this, Chris? This is revolutionary. Oh, boy. VR with just one wire. Whoa, dude. It's almost like that already exists. It's almost like my Oculus Link is one wire, and I can also, you know, use the thing wirelessly. It's almost like, I mean, technically, technically, if you want to really split hairs, the Vive original was a one-wire. As was the Rift original. It was just conjoined three connectors. Um, And then you could get the, they made a second-gen cable that was just actually one wire, not three. Three split off. Yeah. 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 Um. I want to see there. So I'm not even gonna pull it up. But I saw this thing. I'm not not a hundred percent sure if it was real. If it wasn't, it was a perfect Photoshop. But uh, Oculus tweeted at PlayStation after they posted like, see how PlayStation's new VR or whatever new generational VR, right? And you know what Oculus tweeted at them? Welcome back, player two. Yeah. They're like, we we simply do not care. <laughs> yeah. We will outsell. We will outsell you. Well, because think about it. Logically, for what the Quest offers, PSVR has to be under that three, $400 mark. And That's true. It doesn't have that wireless capability that the Quest has. So really, what is it going to be? I mean, you know, I don't, I don't actually know. I'm thinking because they haven't released any details about it, really. Other than, other than that I'm aware of, is that the new... PlayStation VR controllers are going to include the DualSense haptics that makes the DualSense special, which is kind of cool. Um, you know, that's cool for VR, but, you know. But what is that uh, going to do to the price? That's true. That's true. And now I break my VR controller, and it's like 150 bucks. It suffers from the same thing like the Vive Wands, or I mean, Indets Wands. No, Vive Wands and the, the Indets Vive, Knuckles. Yeah, the Vive Wands were, they're 130 bucks a piece. Yeah. And the Knucks are, what, 
I think 300, they're 300 bucks for the pair. Yeah, so it's 150 each. Yeah. So, is what it is. I mean, I thought Oculus was bad when it was $70 for one controller, but comparatively to competition, not really. Well, I mean, really. in terms of game controllers, it's like pretty, pretty, pretty on the money. Ball. Well, the reason I find that a little weird is because you can't buy them in like a set. You buy them separately for 70 but like if I buy a $70 PlayStation controller, it's a full controller. But my one yeah, that's true. Quest controller is not that's a full controller. That's but true. I guess the assumption is you, you know, you throw your PlayStation controller on the ground, the whole thing breaks. You smash your right controller into the wall playing VR, just the right one breaks. Yeah. I guess that's the assumption. They should offer though. They should offer like maybe for $70 you get the one or for like $120 you get the A set. two. Yeah. Or True. like $130 or something. So you get like slight discount for buying both. Yeah. But True. I mean Quest is already an affordable headset, so I mean, yeah. you know. I mean, is... the, uh, what other con- controllers are usually 60 bucks? Except for new controllers. The the I don't know if the Switch Pro controller went down in price at all, but that was nuts when that came out. Really? It, it the... was 80 Oh, yeah, the Pro controller was 80 bucks. I paid 80 bucks for it. Yeah, as did I. <laughs> Dang. But it was supposed to have, you know, your 3D rumble and stuff, which I never really experienced well. I don't know. 3D it rumble was, kind was of... really talked up and then... Well, it's kind of like haptic, sort of. Um... Supposed to, you're supposed to shape the controller and feel yeah, the ice yeah, cubes. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, which was it. utilized in one game, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure Nintendo first-party stuff had some stuff with it, too. Uh, Breath of the Wild had something funny with it, too. Where you... Okay, so in Breath of the Wild, there are certain puzzles in the shrines where you have to like physically move your controller... Yeah, to motion orient a like platform to get a ball into a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also another thing you can do. I feel like with the actual like. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of something different. With the button you're thinking, or the thumbstick. I'm thinking of uh, the PlayStation, the PlayStation Four controller that has the touchpad. Yeah, you use that for something. I don't remember what I used it for. Um. Let me just tell you, of any game I have ever played, I know I talked about Days Gone last episode, so keep it brief, but Days Gone had the best, the pinnacle of PlayStation touchpad interface capabilities. Fucking incredible. You would swipe up on the touchpad, and it would instantly take you to your in-game map. You would swipe right, it would instantly take you to your inventory, and then swipe left would instantly be your skill tree. And this was this was without accessing any menus. You would just be walking hit the swipe it and it would instantly take you to that menu it was awesome what do what do what does the d-pad do in the the Uh, switch weapons from like what you have equipped all right all right that's fair then um and then uh like ghost of tsushima was another one which was really cool you could swipe right to unsheathe your sword and stuff which was cool so i i I like the way first party games use the touchpad which usually how it always is i wonder if that's a thing Right. Do you think when you're a first-party developer, is it like trying to get brownie points to by utilizing this tech, or do you think Sony like holds you up at gunpoint and is like, listen, Sony got to have a touchpad in there? They're probably like, all right, you got to have, you got to do something with this thing we stuck on the controller. Yeah, like, I, uh, I liked, I liked the PS4 controller a lot, and I liked when games used the touchpad, but I understand why most devs, the the more disparity you have between platforms, makes it a lot harder for game devs in the end, you know. So. I can understand why a lot of devs would not want to utilize the touchpad or utilize whatever. It's like I can imagine um, developers at Nintendo trying to force motion controls into their first-party games. Oh, my God. Whoever, Whoever's idea that was, I, I genuinely believe they deserve the death penalty. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah? Why, just is that bad? They're just so bad. Yeah. It's like it's annoying, especially in like Mario Odyssey and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um Don't you throw your hat in some way with it? Yes. There's a move that you can do where you're supposed to move the controller like you're throwing a frisbee. Yeah. And your hat he'll swing it around on like a string. And there's things that are set up in circles to specifically do that with. But the thing is, I played with a Pro Controller the whole time. Yeah. And it worked about 20% of the time. So most of the time when I was playing, 
what I had was my controller. I was holding one end of the controller, just shaking it violently like an idiot until Mario did something. <laughs> there was also other things you had to do where you had to roll the hat up something, and that's only a motion control. Ugh. And it's super annoying. I hate when it's forced. I mean, if it's available, it's available, but forcing exactly. it is like, ugh. Exactly. Just give me like a button combo. Like, I'll always, if there's motion controls to do something, I'll always attempt them, but I hope there's like a backup button. Because also, motion, motion controls break at the end of the day. You drop a controller, <coughs> your motion controls are wacky, and now... Well, because I wanted a better Switch controller mm-hmm. at first, and I didn't want to buy a Pro controller, so I bought like just one of the cheapo USB ones. Mm-hmm. No motion sensor in it. Ooh. So to do motion puzzles, I had to take my Switch out of the cradle and twist the Switch around. That's so stupid. See, that's what I don't like, is when it impairs certain functionality. It was annoying, you know? yeah. Um... What are you going to do, I guess, right? But that's freaking annoying. I, I just, like I said, there's a t- we've said this before. There's a time and a place for motion controls, and it starts with a V and ends with R. <laughs> Virtual motherfucking reality. So. Yeah, it does start with a V, but reality don't start, stop, stop with an R. Start with an and, R. End with an R. You said it starts no. with a V, ends with an R. Yeah, but VR starts nah, with a vir- V. Nah, virtual reality. But then you said virtual reality. Yes, I said VR, and then I said virtual reality. It starts with a V, ends with an R, and then you went virtual reality. And then virtual reality doesn't start with a V and end with an R. The word's virtual reality. It does start with a V, sure, but reality ends with a Y. We started with a podcast, and now we're going to end with no friends. I'm going to fucking leave if you keep up this attitude, bitch. You know what I meant. No. Remember remember that, uh, yeah, the video will be up by then. I was going to say, remember that, remember that, <laughs> that fucking hoist that we used for the, uh, the, this table? I'm going to ring you up from there. Oh. Post that, post that on our Instagram. Okay. I will just simply not. You know, we could totally Photoshop something like that. It would be funny. We could just get like a, a photo of you from a low angle like that, and then I could just Photoshop it there. We should. By like your angle. Oh. That, yeah, I was just say that would be a funny Instagram post. Oh, Chris hung himself. <laughs> That's a good one. That's why I specified ankle, because I realized how it was coming across. I was going to say bra. Bra. Oh, shit. Yo, check out the new video on our channel. It's just Chris hanging. Hanging for 20 straight minutes. (laughs) Swaying in the wind. We'll wait till we get the next hurricane and specifically do it then. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be like a flag. Oh, shit. Um, But yeah, I, I don't... I don't know how we went from motion controls to you hanging, but anyway. Well, because I made fun of you, and then you said you would kill me or something. Or you said you would leave, and then, I don't know. Mm, it just happens, man. It just happens. Somehow it always devolves into, vi- into violence, you know? Well, yeah, that's how it is. That's how it is, really. Yeah. It's humanity's nature. That's my nature. I, like I said, I get violently angry about things. Yeah. Like, uh... Like the fact that that fan says polar air instead of making you know play on words and saying polar. Wow, I just realized that. I'm fucking pissed about polar that. Polar air with an E. And a well, stupid you... fat chunky bear on there. Oh, well, it makes you feel any better. This fan doesn't really work anymore. Yeah, why does it have like a... Oh, bro, calm down. Why does it have like a baby impeller in the front? I don't know, actually. I bought this and there was something on the box about it. Like it was supposed to increase airflow, but it doesn't. I wouldn't think so. Because that's hard attached to the outside blades. So basically what we're looking at is my my old fan that I had in my room. I buy about one fan every year and a half. Um, Take a photo of it. I'll throw it in the video. I buy about one one fan every year and a half because I run my fans so much. Yeah, same. Um, <clears throat> so my old my my most recent dead fan is still just sitting here even though I bought a new one like two years ago. Um, so this one's lasting pretty good, actually. But this old fan has two sets of propellers, fan blades. It has the big set, and then in the middle has, like, a little blue propeller. Propeller. Fucking impeller. Thing. Little set of blades. (laughs) Has another set of blades in the middle. They're blue. But... They said it was supposed to, like, increase airflow or something, but they're hard-attached to the big blades. Yeah, so they can't even move independently. So they can't move independently, so I don't get it. I'm confused, Jordan. Please explain. 
Why don't we? Uh, why don't we reach out to Polar Air? Can we do that? Can we email their support and just ask? Hang on. Let's do it. Hang I'm on. gonna see if they have a support line, like yep. a phone number. Hang on, this might be great, actually. Polar Air fans. Let's see here. I'll look it up too, in case for some reason you can't find it. Contact can... us. They have a phone number. Do it. Okay. So you have a question and put it up to the mic. All right. So they have a toll-free number. So we'll call that. Oh, this is gonna be good. Uh, I don't right. know why I've never thought of this before. Please don't arrest us. What for calling about a question? Eight seven seven. Just just ask. Be like, what is that for? Am I supposed to take that off before packaging or, or before starting? I don't know if they're gonna be open on a Saturday. Guess we'll find out. I did type that in right, didn't I? Just copy and paste. Eight seven seven four six nine nine five five three. Yes. One more time. There we go. Oh, now it's ringing. <laughs> Mike's just went dead. Oh, never mind. Am I just in a hold queue? You might be. Just hold it. Just wait. That's not polar air. That was... That was just like a woman. But, okay. That was just a That was just oh. a woman. That wasn't polar air. That was disappointing. That was so disappointing. Fuck, man. Damn, man. Hang on. I, I think there's a second number they have there as well. We can try. Contact us, Polar Air fans. Because they have like a phone number and then they have a no, uh, a no t- they a got toll, the toll free. free. Yeah, it's two different numbers. I called the toll free. Just try the other one. What's the worst case that happens? It says you have to pay and then you just hang up. I suppose. Usually that's how it goes, right? So you can't charge through a phone line anymore. No. We could also drive to their site in Illinois. Oh, yeah. Road trip. Oh, am I supposed to be reading you the number? Yes. I'm sorry. All right, ready? Yeah. 847 945 6900. Oh. Please answer. Hi, this is Emma with GDHWD and Everly. I'm either away from my desk or up. Again, it was just a woman. Okay, I'm sending them an email. Send them from the synapse. I am. I am. Hey, we had a quick question. uh... And by the time this episode goes up, we should definitely have a response. So. All right. So if we have a response, just put it in the video. I will. Just put a screenshot of it. Um, I might even do like a voiceover for the podcast section just to read it out. (laughs) All right. It's like why? Why would you list your number under contact us and it just goes to like a person? Can you give me the model number off that fan just for the hell of it? Not just like a help desk. If it's on the back. Model number hang FS. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm just saying, I have a... Model number... Model FS... FS40... Dash 10 BR. And was curious what... What the blue blades on the fan... Oh, I did break this when I punched it. <laughs> so this says Polar Air on the front, right? And on the back, where it says the model number, it says Ningbo Singfon Electric Appliance Co. Limited. I, I just realized I, I decided to reword it a little because I didn't want to sound like a very obvious joking question. That way troll. we get a response. So what did so you say? I, so I, at first I just said I have this model. What is the blue uh, fan blades for? And I said, am I supposed to remove them before operating? Just so I just seem like an idiot instead of just a troll. Yeah, that's like what an old person would do. Or they would like write a letter. All right. Can we write them a letter? <laughs> I don't advise it. Why do I have to check out I'm not a robot bot? Because you're not, dude. They have to make sure, dude. Also, they asked for my phone number. I put NA. <laughs> not applicable. I'm a boomer. What can I say? Um, yeah, so, uh, I will, I'll voice it over quick if we get an email, um, maybe, depending on how shitty my headset mic is, it might be just too shitty, but, 
uh, at least for the audio vo- version, I may voice it over and then show the email on screen on YouTube. But uh, hopefully we get a response and we'll let you know. <laughs> I wish they answered, man. Damn. Uh, I guess they don't do support on Saturdays. It's a shame. Got to start recording on Friday in case we need support with our Polar Air fan. Yeah, in case po- we got to call Polar Air. This fan actually technically does work. Like, it does spin. It just, every, like, 10 or 20 minutes, it just goes... And then it'll just keep spinning like nothing happened. Okay. Nice. But I am going to, I think I'm going to pull the motor out of this thing and do something with it. Yeah, Don't know just, what. I was going to say, we should totally do that. But I have this. I have in that uh, room over there, I have an uh, old microwave. And pull the transformer out. <laughs> and do things with that. All right, there we go. Two kilovolts, baby. <laughs> um. Yeah, so unfortunately, Polar Air didn't answer. That does suck. That is um, unfortunate. That is definitely unfortunate. What were we talking about before I shit-talked to the fan? I don't know. We're talking about motion controls. Oh, yeah, motion co- We should almost call Nintendo and be like, why do you have motion controls? Hey, Nintendo, why are you gay? <laughs> I uh, Speaking of Nintendo um, and being weird, uh, like they have to be different. Um, I, I have a physical copy of Super Mario 3D All-Stars, mm-hmm. which is the trio, um, Super Mario 64, uh, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy. Haven't touched it at all. And Weren't I really... you super excited for that? Yeah, and then I bought it and I was like, this is great, and then I just never played, <laughs> I never played it. That's such a fucking Chris thing to do. Yeah, well, I, I do that all the time, actually. I'm like, I hear about a game. I'm like, oh, dude, this game sounds cool. This is going to be awesome. And then I buy it and install it and go, I'll play this later. And then later becomes never. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I usually don't do that, weirdly enough. But it's like you said a few episodes ago. I'm more of a quote-unquote gamer. He's a gamer. I, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't buy many games unless I'm, like, certain that I'm going to try it out. Like, I don't know. I, I scroll the Steam specials page and, like, every page, and I'm like, yeah, that'd be cool, but I don't want to spend money on that. Well, I'm starting to be like that more because... Adult. Well, just because I'm like, well, I have, like, 500 games in my Steam account, and I've played maybe five of them. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm very picky with buying shit on Steam. There's a couple of things I've seen that I'm like, oh, I'd probably like this, and then I just haven't bought them. Literally, I do the same thing. I have like, a bunch of stuff on my wish list. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no. Hmm. Um, Because regardless, like, regardless of what the concept really is, I'll always kind of be into, like... Random shit. I'm going to pull up my wish list. I'll be into, like, survival crafting games, regardless of, like, what the concept is. Yeah. So I have a bunch of those. On my wish list. Uh, on my wish list. I have... So, so a lot of... The, I'll be honest. A lot of the games I have on my wish list are games that are not even out yet. I have Dying Light 2, Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1, Cthulhu, Books of... Uh, Books, Books of Ancients. Why is it Books plural? It should just be Book of Ancients. Anyway. Shadow Warrior 3, Vampire the Masquerade, which... Oops. They're having some bad development hell, as is Dying Light 2. Crunch Element, which is that VR game that actually is, I believe, co-op. We should both get it. Uh, Urban Explorer, which is like a fucking parkour game. Oh, that's cool. Undead Citadel, which is supposed to be this really cool VR game. Not sure. GTFO, which we were going to play. Uh, Green Hell, Survival. Uh, Back for Blood, which we should also play when that comes out. Is it on Steam? Yeah. I only it's saw not it on out Epic. Yet. It's June 22nd. I know, but I only I only saw it on the Epic Store. You mean, so it's on my Epic wishlist. You list. mean the Left for Dead Valve property spiritual successor is only on Epic? I, you know, I, I don't know. Is, does Valve have any stake in Back for Blood? I, I think... They might. They might. I have no idea. I would be surprised if they would then if they put it on Epic, but maybe they're less But petty. everything, everything these days is an Epic exclusive, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, Hood, Outlaws, and Legends, which is a game I am like, yeah, that looks cool, but it's multiplayer only, so I'm actually going to take that off. Lust from Beyond, which is a horror game all about nudity. I played the beta. That sounds like something I'd be interested it's in. It's really cool from a gameplay perspective. There just happens to be a lot of tits and dits in the game. Okay. Origami 2, which is another game we will play through. I will force you to buy it. Maybe. No. Damn. Teardown? What's it about? Origami? It's a stealth, like, ninja game. Oh. Kind of cool. Teardown's in my wishlist because I bought it briefly, but I bought it at full price, and I wasn't happy with the fact that I bought it at full price, so I just 
Mine's in there until I get put it, it in my wish list. Yeah. Death Loop. And then I finally figured out the monkey VR game I talked about a couple episodes ago. Toss. Toss. That's what it's called. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary. Propagation VR, which I found out was a wave shooter, which I was fine with because it's free. And then I realized it's a stationary wave shooter. You can't even move. So yeah, I'm excited for the Mass Effect remasters. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm like really excited for you it. You know what actually does get fully released, I guess, come out of early access really soon, is um, Subnautica Below Zero. Wasn't that the DLC? That was their standalone expansion. Standalone. Um, so I bought it right after it came to early access. Mm-hmm. And there was maybe like an hour of the story in there. Less than that even. Now, what is it, like um, 10 hours or something? Now most of the story is there. Like, they did an update yesterday or two days ago that was like, this is one of our final updates. Or our final early access updates. So, they have, like, a couple more, and then they're going to fully release the game. Nice. Which, I'm just waiting for that to be fully released, because I loved, I loved Subnautica. Mm-hmm. I, um, um the, the, I played through it a bunch of times. Green, Green Hell, which is on my wish, wish list, was a game I played. It's one of the only survival games that I was, like, pretty interested in, just because it had a good story to it. But it was an early access when I got it, when it first came out. And there wasn't much to it, but now I believe they have like actual chapters and stuff. So I might, I'm, I'm looking to pick it up again. But I want a full release as well. Yeah, I um, well, the thing with uh, Below Zero is, if you bought it when it originally went to early access, it was 19.99, mm-hmm. and now it's 29.99. Mm. So, yeah, sometimes it pays to jump in early. Yeah, that's cool though. You know, you had a nice uh. Nice expansion there. A lot of people liked Subnautica. I was never too into it. I liked watching people play it, but I never really liked playing it myself. I liked, I liked Subnautica um, a lot, actually. And I'm excited to see what they do with Below Zero. Because mm-hmm. um, I haven't played a ton of the story, actually. Like, I only played that first portion you got right after it was released. And it looked, or it looked as far as, like, how it was set up, it looked to be way better than the yeah than the original game. I, um, I'm excited because, so Blade and Sorcery Update 9 just came out. That yep. ever, so they do their big updates, which is update seven, eight, nine, uh, and then in between and they, they do like point three, eight point four. Nine is basically just all the beta stuff from eight. So when they released eight, and the whole game was shit because it was so buggy, and then they fixed it all because the whole new the engine thing I talked about. U nine is kind of like the full released version of that, which is cool. And it seems like U ten is where they're gearing up for their dungeons mode, which is kind of oh, sick. like the dungeon crawler. So I'm excited for that. That'll be kind of cool. Man, that's gonna be fun as fuck. I hope they do it well. Um. But we'll see, you know. Blade and Sorcery is one of those games that they have, like, a very tumultuous development where they have their big update, and it's usually either good or there's a lot of shit wrong with it, and they fix it over time. It's just a matter of being patient. Well, as long as they fix it. Yeah, it's just a matter of being patient. It's like, well, they, they have a full release now, Space Engineers. Mm-hmm. They had, originally, they had a Planets update, and they added, like, Planets. You can just, like... um. I don't know what capacity it's in the game now, but basically you had your classic map, which was like a little base attached to an asteroid. Mm-hmm. And then now, and there was no planets, just asteroids. And now they added a mode where you were like on Earth and uh-huh. you had a planet. And then there was one where you were on like, uh, you had like a planet with moons. And then there was one that was like a Mars-like planet. Mm-hmm. you could explore each one That's yeah cool. and i don't know what capacity it's in now like if you can actually start on a world and go to like to like procedurally generated planets or something i uh, that's how the asteroids were i think they i've were heard a lot procedurally generated procedurally generated planet kind of like no man's sky but maybe better than when that launched no man's sky is great now that's really good now actually i uh i've heard a lot of good things about the outer wilds not the Outer Worlds, the Fallout-style RPG, but no, the Outer Wilds, which what is, is like one? a No Man's Sky-esque game, which I've heard is just incredible. That might just, actually even be in my Steam wishlist, I, I just, don't know. I just haven't pulled the trigger on it, but it's about exploring a bunch of planets, but it has a direction, it has a story to it, um, and I believe the planets are also procedurally generated, it just has a narrative behind it. Oh, that's cool. So I, I, I've been meaning to give it a shot, I think it's like 20 or 40 bucks maybe? It might even only be on Epic, but I, I think it's on Steam, definitely check. Um, uh, so, I don't know. I, uh, want to give that game a shot. Um, 
I'm wait, what I'm waiting for right now is the first Valhalla DLC. Can't wait for that. That needs to come out because I really want to play some more Valhalla. I actually thought about 100%ing the game, but I just can't bring myself to do the collectibles because I just don't care. I want to do all the side missions, but none of the collectibles. The Outer Wilds, <clears throat> named Game of the Year 2019 by Giant Bomb, Polygon, and The Guardian. Oh, shit. Uh, Outer Wilds is a critically acclaimed and award-winning open-world mystery about a solar system trapped in an endless time loop. Overwhelmingly positive reviews on Steam. See? Told you. People love this game. So, you know what? I'm adding it to my list right now, and I will get it. I I have to, because I need to stop putting it off. I need to give it a shot. Even if I don't like it, I'll refund it, but I need to give it a shot. Because there's just so much praise for the game that I always see all over the internet. And I'm just like, oh, do I have to? It's 25 I want to see if it's on Humble Bundle. Yeah, 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 that's true. Because if it's on Humble Bundle, I have a 20% discount automatically, because I'm on Humble Monthly, so... Gotcha. Is I Humble, was going to buy Humble it just then, worth it? it was. So, was. if you bought Humble Monthly in, like, I think, when did they switch over to... So, it's Humble Choice now. When did they switch over to Choice? December 2019, maybe? But if you bought it before Humble Choice... It's not on Humble. I'll see it. If you bought it before Humble Choice, you're grandfathered in with the top tier plan, and you still pay the twelve ninety nine a month. Mm-hmm. But if you're not for twelve ninety nine a month, you get the base Humble Choice. So they basically just bounced everything way more expensive. Yeah. So base Humble Choice, you get to keep like seven of the games or something, and they give you like twelve. And with the top tier Humble Choice, you get to keep all of them. Mm-hmm. Do you get to pick which seven? Well, yeah. Okay, good. I thought it was going to be like a random something. That's fucking stupid. They'll give you 12 games. Four will be really good, or whatever, five, and then they'll just give you the shitty seven Well, ones. typically with... Okay. Typically with Humble Monthly, it's like, we'll give you one AAA game, and then the rest of these things you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. So you get one game out of it, which for $12 a month, depending on the game, isn't a bad thing, you know? Yeah, like I got like Hitman 2 for one of them, when it was still decently new. Yeah. And even if you buy that now, I think it's twenty bucks. So if you're paying twelve, I think just all depends on what they give you. Didn't Epic give out Hitman recently, or am I thinking of something? Different? I think Epic gave out Hitman if you bought Hitman three. They gave you one and two. Okay, I was gonna say because I, I still have one and two, so it doesn't matter. But um, Epic gives out some pretty good games. They gave out Rage two recently. Yeah, that's on Game Pass as well. I played it on Steam. I bought it. Played it. I was like, yeah, this is cool, but I don't want it. And refunded it. And then I thought about getting it on Epic. I think it today might be the last day. I got it on... I might give I, a shot on Epic. I got it on PS4 simply because um, there was a deal where like you could get two pre-owned new games. Like ones that were still $59.99. You can get them pre-owned for like 55 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. But if you got two, you would get like 20 bucks off or something. Mm-hmm. Or you would it was like a buy one get one half price. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's an So I wanted Sekiro already. So have you played it and beat it? No. I really want to give it a try, but I So I, I bought Sekiro yeah. for PS4. And they were like, Hey, if you pick another or if you get Sekiro pre owned and you just get another pre owned game, uh you get the half off. Like, okay, cool. Uh so I grabbed that and I grabbed Rage 2. I was like, oh, I heard this was okay. So I grabbed that. Literally unplayable on PS4. Not for like really? frame rate issues, not for bug issues, just because there's a really, really heavy, like negative as- acceleration on the camera. So, how do I explain this? Any, no matter how much you tweak your camera settings, it always feels like you're going too slow and too fast at the same time. So it feels like you're going too slow, and then when you let go of the stick, does it keep going at all? And that's where you get that too fast feeling? No, it's just like, because when you turn it up, it's like, oh, this is too fast. But, like, functionally, when you're playing the game, you can't just, you can't get it right. It's hard to explain. Mm -hmm. Like, looking around and, like, actually trying to play and aim and shoot and stuff, it's, like, way too slow. Yeah. But, like, if you're trying to do anything else, 
It's way too way fast. Way too fast. Gotcha. It's really, really hard it's, to explain. It but I to played me. like 20 minutes of it, of it, and I was like, this is impossible to play. It almost sounds like they need like a variable sensitivity where like if you're driving, it's a certain thing. If you're shooting, it's a certain thing. Like kind of like that. And I mean, like I played with the sensitivity. It. I played with the sensitivity a ton. And I was like, ah, this is ridiculous. So I'm not even going to bother. Yeah. Um. And Sekiro, I own it twice. I have it on PS4 and I have it on PC. I would recommend playing that shit on PC. I want to give it a shot, I but I just I played the can't. first, like, hour of it on PC. I don't have like, patience for Dark Souls-style games, even I, though it's a faster-paced version of it. I just... I'm going to get too frustrated with it for me to even I played, like, it. the first hour of it on PC, and I was like, this is fun. And at least the first part of it, uh, I played, like, up to the first or second boss. I think the second boss. And the, fir- the that part of it is pretty easy like so in terms of a souls game yeah um man that's another game i want to go back to is bloodborne yeah a lot of people have been asking for them to make like a either bring bloodborne to ps5 with all the enhancements or do like a bloodborne 2 but another thing too is i i don't know if i mentioned this on the show or not but i'm probably just gonna get the trial for uh ps now and see what's on there yeah you're right i think that was off mic yeah um, because I want to play Red Dead Redemption 1 on it. Yeah, we were both talking about that. I, I don't know. I just... I I personally, I don't know how I want to do I don't know if I want to do PS Now or 360. Financially, for me... PS Now is the best way. It makes more sense. Yeah. Because even if I just get a year of PS Now, you know, it's, it's 60 cheaper. bucks. It's like buying the game new. Yeah, it's like... And you know what you're getting, so... Well, it's 60 bucks, but it's going to be... Like eighty bucks for a console and then another twenty for a copy of the game. Yeah. The only thing is on PS Now is it the full edition with the DLCs and the. Well, typically, when you buy stuff. the copy for the game, is that it's usually the full edition, it's usually the game of the year edition, typically. So. So. Who knows? I will see. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I think. I don't know what I think. I think I know I have a 360 all the way at my dad's, deep in a box, and I know what box is. I saw it the other day. Maybe I should try to fire that thing up again. I just can't imagine. You push the button; it's just red ringed. <laughs> red ringed, yeah. I just can't imagine playing an Xbox 360 game today. Um, Not even because of the game itself, but just the hardware. Yeah, uh, I was. I don't know. I'm thinking because there's other stuff that is on Game Pass or not Game Pass, Christ, PS Now that I do want to play. Mm-hmm. Like the original God of War games are on there. Let me tell you, one thing Sony's doing right is the PlayStation Plus collection. It's one thing they're doing right. Where you get a bunch of their PS4 first party games for free if you have PS Plus. Oh, that's pretty. About cool. fucking time they do something cool. But yeah, God of War. I played uh, the first one on original. Original God of Wars are on there. Um, Bloodborne is on there. Mm-hmm. ton of stuff is on there. Yeah. True. It's like Game True. Pass, really, is you just pay to search through games and just be like, I want that one. Yeah. And then, it, you know. The only difference is it's not, like, as intuitive as Game Pass where you download the game and you just run it. You have to stream it. And there's a lot of bottlenecks with streaming. And, yeah. I'll see how it works. Yeah, like, yeah, it's not going to hurt if you do a seven-day trial or some shit and just see how it works. If it works great, works great, you know? Because I can just... With Ethernet on your PC, I don't see why it wouldn't work that good. It sh- should be pretty much perfect, I would think. Well, because I, I had Game Pass very... Christ, PS Now. <laughs> I had PS Now very briefly. And I was like, ah, right, this is cool. And it worked fine. Yeah. So. I had it running on my laptop um, when I had it um, pretty well. And that was through Wi-Fi, so... I, I think that might be the route to go, is PS Now. Get some Red Dead 1 in, because I really, after Red Dead 2, I think I want to replay Red Dead 1. Oh, definitely. Just because I think it's, uh, well, of course, it's the perfect, almost perfect continuity between them. So, I think it'll be it'll be a nice little transition, and also it's been, the last time I played Red Dead 1 was literally like when Undead Nightmare came out, and I was like 12 years old, and I have a much greater appreciation for narratives now than when I was 12, so... I'm bleeding. Good. Hope you fucking bleed out. I looked down and my thumb was blood. Your thumb was blood. I want to make a video on how to pick this lock. No, because all the stuff you pick it with, I lost. 
Ah, uh, really? Yeah, so Chris has a one of those clear lots that you use to learn how to pick lots here, which I think is really cool because I've actually never seen one in person. So it's kind of cool. I actually didn't think it would be cool to learn. But also, it looks like it would be much harder if I couldn't see through the fucking lock. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know what? I'll just play Skyrim. I'll learn how to pick lots. Yeah, so what you do is you turn... And then, like it'll, it'll, it'll. The controller will vibrate, and then you know you have to turn it a little bit, and then you have to see. I wonder if anyone's ever tried to design this key, right? You get a key, because I mean, I've seen like coins with mechanical assemblies in it, right? You ever seen those re- yeah. rare antique yeah, yeah, coins? Yeah. You could totally get like a big chungus key, right? So a key this big, and then or massive, like a size of a quarter or bigger, and then just a normal sized key, maybe with some like pistons or something, like little tiny pins, and get it where you put it in. And it knows how to basically unlock and adapt to that lock. That'd be kind of fucking cool. Yeah. That would be kind of sick. I just think... Also seems illegal. I just think, personally, for average everyday locks, master locks and whatever, bolt cutters. Yeah. Or you could just hit it really hard and it will open. Yeah. Like, just tie like a tie a just, chain to your truck and just drive with trying it. Trying to think logically, if there was something, if there was a padlock on something, and I want it in, by any means necessary, I'm not gonna sit there for 15 minutes and pick the lock. No, I'm gonna get bolt cutters and cut the lock, and I'll be in in half a second. Yeah, cut the That's lock. That's like you you see these like, what do I want to call them? You see like tech bros who have, like, oh, they have all the ubiquity camera system, and they have, like, a ring doorbell and all these security things, and then, like, some asshole smashes the window and co- goes in and out within 30 seconds. Yeah. Well, really, the, the, the only useful thing, right, about a camera in a security scenario is that you can catch the person if they're dumb enough. Oh, great, sure. However, I don't want cameras in my house. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put cameras like in my room or my TV, but like like main entrances and side windows. Yeah, why not? But, but also, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, right? Uh, if there's breaking, uh, gun. <laughs> yeah. What if you're not home? That's the thing. That's when you want to have cameras to catch uh, the person. Fuck me, I guess. I guess. But it all depends on the robber, you know. If they're dumb enough. That's why I want to get a fingerprints. Big dog. Like a pit bull or a Rottweiler. I want to breed a pit bull with a Great Dane. I want to get, get the like six a... foot tall pit bull. Uh, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen that? It was like a Twitter, a tweet. Um, someone said, uh, to the guy, uh, to the guy who broke into my house. I hope you liked my dog. And there's a picture of the dog with the biggest smile on its face, covered in blood, and all the blood trail from the guy. <laughs> it was like a pit bull mix or something. God, motherfucking damn. I forgot we're, like, doing something. Well, yeah. Whew. You know, I'm kind of worried. Why? There's only 155 hours and 47 minutes of space for recording left on this hard drive. <sighs> Shit. Damn it. That's only, like, 70 episodes, dude. Or, like, 80 episodes. We're gonna be screwed, man. We're gonna. Damn it! All right, I guess we'll do. Uh, we'll do a vlog. Let's go to Best Buy. Uh, we have to go buy a new four terabyte hard drive. We're just gonna buy. We're gonna buy like a uh, three hundred and twenty terabyte rack. <laughs> like buy something with like uh, from like forty five drives. We'll get one of their sixty base storinators. There you go. We'll get one of those and we'll fill it up with eighteen terabyte drives. <laughs> <laughs> That's... I uh. Let me do the math. Hang on. 40 times 18? No, 60, bay. Oh, 60. Oh, shit. That's 1,080 terabytes. That's a petabyte of storage. Yeah. Um. Well, and you lose that f- part for formatting and for redundancy. So you're looking at like 400, 500 terabytes if you want to do RAID 1. Yeah. Yeah, true. Because obviously, like you said, redundancy and... uh fucking file stealing that's only like uh let me think that's man that's only like sixty thousand dollars worth of hardware we could probably do that yeah (laughs) just sell your house yeah Uh 
Who needs a house when you have a sixty bay server rack with nothing on it? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sleep in the server. <laughs> I'll, uh, when when it gets uh, when it gets cold at night, I'll boot it up. <laughs> I'll just sleep. Oh shit! Um, I'm actually kind of mad, right? So we got without going into too much detail, we got like a stipend for working from home uh, oh, to buy okay. home office equipment. Oh, that makes sense. So I'm like, nice. I'm gonna buy an ergonomic mouse because between my new job and gaming i can spend maybe a solid five plus hours physically holding the mouse a day not very good you know that will catch up to me so i i go to walmart and i'm like all right on you know they're they're cheap chinese and walmart brand <laughs> i buy a 15 or 18 dollar i think uh ergonomic mouse okay i had it i was using it i was like i'm getting used to this i kind of like it right uh then at one point i walked away with my laptop to go visit you and, and alex in your department um I left the mouse on my desk. I make it to you guys. Oh, did the mouse walk away? No, no, no. Luckily, it didn't. That would have oh, been that right. would have been pathetic if it did. That's the maybe. Yeah. I was just say, who the fuck's stealing an on mouse, bro? I walked into your department, talked to you guys, came back, grabbed the mouse, moved it around, and it, it didn't move. So I'm like, oh, it unpaired from the dongle. All right, yeah, something like that. Moving it, moving it, nothing. Holding, connect, nothing. I noticed. Wait, the power indicator's off. The mouse is just fucking dead. It just fucking doesn't work. It has abandonment issues. I just I I put in a new battery. It just doesn't fucking work. It has I'm abandonment issues. You walked away and goes, oh, I guess I'll die. Yeah. It, it killed itself. I was gone for too long. Um, I'm like pissed. I'm I like, have Dude. two. I have two experiences with on the Walmart house brand. Oh yeah. One of which uh, is not really my experience. My dad, his TV broke. Something happened to the TV. Wasn't working. So he got a new TV. Mm-hmm. from on and so far it's pretty good yeah it was like not really a pain in the ass to deal with it's light cheap it was cheap it was like 300 bucks and it was like 4k 60 inch tv yeah so and the other experience i have is my old job i had to go to like we had an emergency we had to go get a monitor so the company basically you know, what would happen is, uh, depending on what day it is, who's there, uh, the company will cut you a check and you'll just go and, mm-hmm. you know, buy whatever you have to do. Or if it's like no one important is there, one of the managers will just like give you their credit card and the company reimburses them or whatever. Yeah. So basically we just needed a monitor that second. So we went to, I went to Walmart and, uh, I grabbed one and from on, it was discounted. It's normally a $99 monitor, and it was discounted to $78. Wow. It's like, okay, that's cool. 22-inch monitor for $78, whatever. Yeah. Right? It's not like I don't need, like, a fancy monitor. So I get this monitor. I bring it back, and I pull it out of the box. I go, huh, the stand wasn't there. It was discounted probably because it was open box. It was open box and the stand was gone. So I bring it back to Walmart and I go, what is this? What's wrong with this? And the the lady at the return thing was like, yeah, that just happens. If you see things discounted, it's usually because they're broken or stuff's missing. And I said, you don't mark that on the box? She goes, no, we just mark it as discounted. Clearance, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. I need one that fucking is complete. So what I did is I returned that, and then I got one at Staples, which is the tried and true. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know why they sent me to Walmart initially, but yeah, that's pretty stupid. Um, I uh should have bought an Odyssey G9 for them. A what now? Samsung Odyssey G9. Like a Honda Odyssey? Nah, no, no, no. Samsung Odyssey. Ah, uh, so yeah. it's not like a minivan. No. Have you seen the Odyssey G9? No. I want that monitor. Uh, I've seen the, uh, what is the ridiculous LG one? LG has shit product names. Uh, the yeah, LG ones, that's like the 49-inch ultra-wide. Mm-hmm. That looks like... <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. The Odyssey G9, I want one so bad, the... but it's so expensive. It's $1,400. Yeah, the, the it's like this, the LG one, the 49-inch one. The 49-inch ultra-wide, it's like 6 feet long uh, and like see. 20 inches tall. <laughs> LG. It's ridiculous. 49 inch. Let me see if I can just see anything. It looks so silly. Holy shit, they have an 86 inch TV. That's Who a needs big that? boy. Uh, 
Oh, it could be this one. LG 49WL95C, 49-inch, 32 by 9 curved monitor. Yep, yep. That was the one. And they're just, they're just comedic. Yeah, $1,600. But, um, if you don't play games, or rather, I should say, if you do more with your computer than just play games, like you watch movies, you watch YouTube, uh, you consume any kind of media, don't get ultra wide. Because... Mm-hmm. And even with games, if you're not Most like you don't, don't know it. what you're doing, it can be a pain in the ass to set things up. Any Bethesda game doesn't matter what it is. Um, I mean, like newer the, games are starting to be a bit more friendly, but yeah, like yeah. anything, anything like over a year or two old, it, the it's UIs fucking don't ridiculous. work usually. The I, UIs uh, will be stuck to the center of the screen. Yeah. Things won't line up all the time. I've had that in Fallout Four when I played it in twenty one by nine. I had to get a specific mod. That only worked like half the time to run it in 21 to my 9 to begin with. And then, and then, I also had to, uh, I, I also had to deal with issues where UI elements were misaligned. Like, mm, you know how when split you're, almost. you know how like when you're in your pit boy and you're selecting things and that has that green highlight over the item you're highlighting yeah. or you want to select, that would be misaligned. Or the really? green box around it or whatever. The, the box would be over to the right and the text would be like over to the left. And it would be like separated. Yeah. If you get games that support it well, like or, Days Gone. I also had another issue where, where the Pip-Boy would just like... Artifact? It would extend. <laughs> so it would be super zoomed in for some reason. That's fucking funny. I, uh, Red Dead 2 does ultra-wide support really well. Oh, and it, oh, it looks so nice if you see someone pull it up. That's a pretty game. That is a I, uh, pretty game. I honestly want an ultra-wide just for Days Gone. That's supposed to have ultra-wide support. Um, if you get... I mean, I guess if you have a second display that's really good. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I would want just one monitor, though. I, I can't deal with black bars like that on a display. You're talking about merging two displays and making it an ultra-wide? No, I'm talking about oh, okay. if you have a second monitor that's decent, then go for you know, an ultra-wide. Just oh, play okay. your games on the ultra-wide and do everything else on the main monitor. I got you. I want it... I want... If I had the, if I wanted to blow money, I would get the Odyssey G9. I just don't feel like dropping $1,500 for a monitor. It's insane. If I I was smart, what I would do. Build my own. (laughs) No. Well, maybe. But what I would do is I would have a game PC and a media PC. Mm -hmm. And just have like a KVM switch for them. Yeah. And just be like, yeah, this is the game PC. Oh, I want to watch YouTube media PC. Yeah. But I was actually planning on doing that with something. I don't remember what. Uh, doing a dual PC setup. But to get two monitors and all the peripherals I have on a KVM switch, the KVM switch would be like $1,500. Jesus, really? Yeah. Holy shit. I'm like, yeah, I'm maybe not gonna do that. I um, I was I was talking to our boss. I wanted, to, I want to see if I can try to get Mark threes with the, the reimbursement. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. I need the oh no, the, get the Mark fours, bro. The new yeah. headphones. Yeah, I can do that and pay the difference as well. Yeah, because they're they're three fifty. Yeah, I'm still debating on what uh earbuds to get. Because mm-hmm. I saw a video recently um, on a comparison of the Galaxy Buds Pros, the AirPod Pros, and the uh, WF-1000 Mark Threes. Yep. There's a, a leak for like a Mark IV version of that too. So. Um, and I heard good things about all of them. Uh, and I think, I don't remember what he said. I think he said that the... Galaxy Buds Pro are the most like a uh, earplug. Mm-hmm. Like they drown out the most noise. Yeah, they do. Oh yeah. So I uh, I I know I I only talked about it briefly in like a review about how I was fifty fifty on them. They've grown on me so much, and they're so fucking good. So I want to get I want to get a pair at some point, but um, you know you know how money be. <laughs> Money just disappeared. Don't know why. It just disappeared. I, you know, I just, new thing, 
I'm like a monkey, all right? I'm like a monkey with a banana. You ever see how they would capture monkeys for studies? Yeah. They would put food. Well, no. mm-hmm. They would put food in a hole, and the food would be wider than the hole. So what the monkey would do, he would reach his little monkey hand in there, and he would grab onto the food, the banana, whatever it was, and then he was too stupid to figure out you need to let go of the food to free your hand to run away. He would just hold on to the food. And try to pull. And try to pull, so then they would, he would get captured. <laughs> I'm like that, um, but also not like that. Monkeys are going to evolve, and instead of freeing his hand, he's going to wait for them to get close and pull out his gat and fucking drop uh, I'm I'm like that, but also not like that at all. What I mean is like I'm like a three-year-old with keys, like jingling keys. I yeah. see like, oh, a new thing. Oh, I want that. Yeah. But lately I've been like, ooh, a new thing. I want that. I probably could afford it, but I probably shouldn't buy it. <laughs> that's that's how I've been, where I'm like, I could physically buy this right now, but I will regret it and that's later. That's the thing, yeah. Like, I could physically drop 1500 for a G9. And that's However, what... my girlfriend would probably leave me. <laughs> <laughs> She's just done. That was the <laughs> straw that broke the camel's back. Basically. Um, But I... Uh, that's the reason I haven't bought anything yet. Mm-hmm. You're just what, sitting, simmering. I almost did buy, because Best Buy had Best Buy had a really good sale. I did almost buy a set of AirPod Pros the other day. Oh yeah. And I was like, eh. I just feel like I mean, maybe not so much anymore. But when they first came out, AirPods in general, I just feel like they just had this they had weird the, design. Like a, they I had. Just... Well, they still have like a connotation to them. Yeah, yeah, definitely a connotation as well. Yeah, they have a message almost. That's the thing. It's like why people avoid buying like a WRX. They don't want to be associated with the kind of people who drive WRXs. Yeah. Same with like a Honda Civic. Yeah. Um, That's like I wouldn't want to really – that was one of the things that was keeping me from buying them is like I don't want to buy AirPods Pros because I don't want to be associated with the kind of people who wear AirPods all the time. Yeah, that's true. So, mm-hmm. I I remember, I don't know, maybe, again, it all comes down to personal taste, but I remember someone at work was uh, talking about AirPods versus like, the original uh, Galaxy Buds Plus, and they preferred the AirPods design, and I was like, I don't, I don't know why, like, I don't I, know how you could like that design, like, I understand feature-wise, maybe, you know, you like AirPods Pro, whatever. No, but... I for sure like the design, uh, especially the Pros, too, where they have... The stems, because the stems eliminate all the issues I have with touch controls. Why? Because you squeeze them? Because you squeeze the stem and not the part you put in your ear. So when you have like your Buds Pros or my Tautronics, they have touch controls built in. I have like big fingers. Mm -hmm. I'm a big person. I take them and I put them in my ear. Uh Uh-oh, I just touched 18 touch controls. I just feel like stems aren't going to fit that for you i I think you're going to have issues squeezing the stem and not pulling the earbud out unless you can get that's also true that's also Um, true but i i mean again i don't have issues with the touch controls i will say fair warning of the earbuds i've had the galaxy buds pro are the worst for the touch controls oh with like accidentally activating them. will usually activate it putting it in um, and I've never had that issue. Yeah, I've actually had strange issues with the touch controls on my uh, WM1000 Mark Threes. Why? Just because, like, the play pause, like, not issues with the controls themselves, but just, like, with my with Windows being weird about it. Ugh, fucking Windows. When you so, try to pair headphones, oh, I'm gonna fucking slap Bill so Gates. So I would hit the thing, you know, the double tap on the side, and it would play, but it would play the wrong thing. Oh, like a different audio track or something? Yeah, so, like, let me think of an example. YouTube and Spotify open or something? Yeah. Most of the time, I have YouTube and Spotify open concurrently. Mm-hmm. And I was actively listening to music. I hit the touch control, paused the music with the touch control. I hit it again, not 30 seconds later. And it played something that I had in a tab on YouTube. That must have been a little startling. I was like, what? I'm trying to listen to music. And you know my last action was me pausing my music. Yeah. So you would think just logically. Um, 
And also now it does another thing where I go to pause YouTube and it'll pause the video that I'm looking at and then I hit it again and then instead of playing the video, it'll play a video from like an entirely different tab that I'm not even focused on. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. Windows sucks for pairing headphones. That's why I really want to get like a nice set of Bluetooth headphones like the Mark 3s for gaming instead of my SteelSeries. But it's just like I have so many issues with Bluetooth in my PC, just like dropping connection, crackly audio, or granted, I will say I do have like a third party adapter for PC, like a shitty one. I mean, I have one I, too, and I haven't, I don't have those issues though. Yeah, I always do. I, the I way, hate Bluetooth, man. Well, it depends how you have it routed, I'm, I, I, I'm assuming. Because what I have with mine is um, I have a USB extension, and I have it running from the back of my PC up behind my keyboard. Mm hmm. So it's like right in front of me. Yeah, facing you. Maybe something like that would work better for me. I just have a dongle thing, a little stem that I plug in and it just sits yeah. there. I just, I don't know. That's the that's the only reason I still have my SteelSeries Arctis 7. They're nice headphones, but I want something better. But they have a USB adapter with them. So I just turn them on and I don't have any issues. And I just don't feel like dabbling with Bluetooth headphones and fucking having to then get a Bluetooth oh, adapter. Man, the and... noise canceling on the Mark 3s is a trip though. I know. It's like a little bit startling the first time you do it. Mm-hmm. Noise canceling in general is a is weird. Yeah, like how's the noise canceling on the uh, Galaxy Buds? Incredible. Okay. I, uh, it so here's what will happen sometimes, right? Because the Mark Threes were weird. I put them on, and I, I turn them on, and they automatically go noise canceling mode. Mm-hmm. You know, it's their de- default. So it's noise canceling. Go, huh? This ain't working. Oh wait, I can't hear my computer. That's strange. <laughs> so so with the Galaxy Buds, right, is I'll be at the grocery store, and I'll have them in, and I'm like, I can still hear everyone talking. This is weird. And then as soon as I start playing something, uh, I can almost not hear anybody. ANC, like, really comes into its own. Yeah. That's the thing as well, is if you have something constantly in the background, you can almost shift your focus to actually hear it through the noise canceling. However... If you focus elsewhere. However... If you play something, <clears throat> that does, that's the last ten percent that makes noise canceling work. Yeah. So 100%. noise canceling on its own does ninety percent of the heavy lifting, and then playing something does that last ten percent that makes that's, it perfect, and you're dead to the world. That's how it is with the earbuds. I'll put them in. I'm like, I can still hear. Because I remember when I first went to the grocery store with them. The I was only like, I can real still downside is sometimes my dad will come into my room, or like he'll come downstairs and he'll open the door, and he scares the shit out of me. <laughs> Because I, I, like, I, I have noise canceling in. And then all of a sudden, I, I look up, or I shift my eyes, and I can see a reflection in the window, and there's a person behind me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Jesus! But yeah, the, the noise cancellation is freaking incredible. It ain't no bean bud, that's for sure. Ain't no bean bud. They were, like, really hasty to get out another set of earbuds after the beans. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, then, then, they, then they call them the pros. Oh, that's so funny. I mean... Yeah, everything has a pro moniker now. Yeah. Every single like piece of garbage tech has a pro <laughs> moniker. Yeah. Well, you know you know Sony has the new Sony Xperia Pro phone. You know how much that thing costs? How much? Fifteen hundred bucks. Bruh. Uh but it's actually a pro phone. Bruh. It's got like ridiculous camera capabilities. I'm gonna shit how it's, pro it is. It's marketed towards camera enthusiasts. So the reason behind it, right, just briefly, is it has a fucking <laughs> HDMI port on it for you to use with your sony camera which typically you'd spend 800 on an external camera you carry around their logic point on it is you have a phone it doubles as this and it has its own built-in impressive camera for photographers was it nokia or was it canon probably canon or nikon or one of those guys they had a phone recently not recently i don't know why i said recently because i remember seeing them in like 2010 like 2008 or something they had a phone that had like a proper pro- uh, pop-out camera lens on it. Really? Hmm. I, th- I think that might have been Canon, to be honest with you. That sounds really familiar from them, but maybe not. I'm trying to think. I want to look this up. I, it might have even been like Nikon. Nikon. Nikon camera phone? If that's if that's real and I'm remembering this right, I want to track one down and buy it. Canon 7 phone, 2019. It has an extendable camera lens on the back. Talking about that? No, it was a, um, let's see, phone with camera lens. 
extending camera, I think you mean, because they all have camera lenses except this one. Samsung unveils Galaxy S4 Zoom. It might be. It might actually be that. Of course it would be Samsung. They're the ones who do the weird shit. Look at this. Look at that. Look at that thing. Because I remember it being, like, super thick. Yeah. It has a shutter button and everything. The S Galaxy S4 Zoom. An S4 Zoom. So it was Samsung. Of course it was. I, that's why I love Samsung. They always do the weird shit, even if no one buys it. Let me see. I have eBay on my phone. I'm going to look this up, how much I can get one for. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Uh, eBay. Please tell me. You can get one. Oh, that's a broken one. You can get a working one for $143. Yo, we should buy one. You can get a non-broken one for $45. Non-broken? An actual broken one, I meant. Non-broken one, 145 Broken, 45 We should honestly look into that. I think that would be cool. Well, I'm more concerned about getting that uh, bicycle conversion kit first. Yeah. 140 bucks <laughs> plus the 100 for the engine, 240 about 120 each. That'd be funny. Yeah. Anyway, uh... I'm all out of uh, banter. Are you? Maybe. Are you sure? I think so. I You'd think be I'm 100% sure. I think I got everything out. It's the point of no return. This is why it's where it all ends. This is it. Because if you do have banter left, and you tell me this, that you're out of banter, you will die. This is the thing. Your heart knows. Your heart <laughs> knows it will just stop. It will just cease. I'll be, it'll be... Get out of my house now, and then you're just here. It'd be my forehead hitting yeah, the ground. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, I may be out of banter, or may not be out of banter, but I am out of food in my stomach. Uh, yeah, I, I do got, be hungry. I got nothing to say. I'm out. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thanks for watching, motherfucker. You want to do an actual outro? No. I'll do the outro. So that's the end of the show. Uh, we'll see you in the next one. Um, contact us. Announcementsfire at pm dot me. Check the links down below for platforms. Uh, we're on YouTube, IRL content every other week on a Friday. Instagram. Find us on Instagram, Synapsis Fire. That's all I got. Yeast. That's all I have, too. Yeast infection, yes. No, I don't have one of those. Want one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, get out. Leave. What? I gotta give you the yeast. No! No!